Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 433 of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. I'm Jordan Stoltz, your host. Today, we are talking about food quantity and food quality. And uh, I've talked about this before on the podcast, but it is kind of an age-old debate and one that seems to never really go away. Uh, It always has to be two sides pitted against each other uh, in this industry with with food quantity or calorie tracking, macro tracking versus clean eating and focusing on food quality. Um, I kind of want to get into food quality a little bit today and basically answer the simple question, why does food quality work for weight loss. We've seen it all the time. I see it all the time. People do Whole30, cut out sugar, cut out processed foods, focus on nutrient-dense foods, clean foods, for lack of a better term, and they lose body fat. Why is that is what I'm going to dive into in today's show. I believe there's three different reasons, and as a lot of things kind of work with health and fitness, things affect other things, and it's not always a direct causation, but doing one thing will trickle down effect to another thing. And in this case, eating nutrient-dense foods will probably trickle down to weight loss, muscle gain, and improve performance, but it's not a direct reason. It's just a trickle down. So we're going to talk about that today. Those reasons, uh, episode 433. Let's get started. Alright everybody, Jordan Stoltz here back with another episode of the Fitness Food and Freedom Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about food quality because like I said in the intro, this is a age-old debate. It's always clean eating versus macro tracking, quantity versus quality, and I've done articles about this before and podcast episodes about this before, uh, but I really want to dive into kind of why they work, right? Because I believe it's pretty obvious and hopefully... Uh, you know that the science states 100% that changing your food quantity is how you change your body composition. Eating fewer calories will cause weight loss. Eating more calories will cause weight gain. Point blank. There's no way around that. Those are the laws of nature. And uh, it sometimes doesn't seem that simple though, right? People are on certain calorie targets, doesn't work for them, Uh, they can't lose weight, they can't stick to things, and there's other reasons going on behind the scenes. And uh, sometimes for these people, focusing on food quality actually causes more success and finally gets them to lose the weight. Things like clean eating, cutting out sugar, processed foods, Whole30, things like that seem to work. But the question is why? Because we know quantity is what changes body weight and body composition. So like I said, kind of in the intro, there's a trickle down effect. And I think that there are three reasons food quantity works for weight, food quality. I'm already getting all mixed up and befuddled, but food quality does work for weight loss for a few different reasons. I want to talk about those today. We're going to discuss three different ways. And, uh, you know, I believe there are a lot of things going on behind the scenes we're not aware of, and it's important to kind of realize how things affect other things and how you can set yourself up for success uh, to optimize you know, mental state, motivation, and uh, your other habits you have. And you, that'll make more sense in a little bit when I get into things. So the reason, number one, that it works for weight loss is that 
an improvement in food quality, we have to kind of dissect that and see what it means, right? Food quality pretty much means micronutrient dense, high fiber, high protein, whole foods, right? Animal sources, plants, things like that. So you're eating more fiber, more micronutrients, and probably more protein because you're choosing balanced meals. Um, there's more to it. It's even that you're spending more time eating your food, more time chewing your food, and uh, more time preparing your food. And that all comes into play for satiety, which I think is the main reason and uh, hopefully the most obvious one and can be really lined up with examples. So take a Big Mac, for instance. Um, a Big Mac has about 600 calories in it, 580 or something. And uh, your results... Technically, as long as calories were equated by the end of the day, um, your results would be the same eating a Big Mac for lunch versus a 600-calorie meal of sweet potatoes, ground beef, and some vegetables or fruit. It is the same process, necessarily, as long as calories and maybe protein are equated. Your results would be the same, but think about the difference between those two meals just in satiety, right? One, you're going to take some time to prepare the second meal. It's going to take longer to eat it. You're going to have to chew the sweet potato. You're going to have to chew the ground beef. You're going to have different flavors going on. And the volume is a lot bigger. You probably have a huge plate of food versus one sandwich. Um, and the macro split up is, of course, a little bit different as well. Um, it's also on that macro split up going to cause you to be more full and satiated just because of the protein and the fiber. Those are things you're not getting in something like a Big Mac or other processed foods. And those really, really improve satiety and satiety is everything while you're dieting. 200 calories of Oreos won't really make a dent in hunger. If you're kind of hungry for dinner and you eat 200 calories of Oreos, which is probably like four Oreos or something, maybe even less, it's not even going to fill you up versus 200 calories of carrots or broccoli or chicken or something. Um, so when someone goes through a process like Whole30 or cuts out processed food, what they're doing is eating a lot more food that fills them up. And if they're not tracking calories, uh, eating more food that fills you up will probably cause you to eat less food overall because you're not hungry for that food. If you eat this 600 calorie meal from sweet potatoes, ground beef, and vegetables, you're not going to be hungry in two hours. If you eat a Big Mac, you might be hungry in two hours because there's not the protein, the fiber, the chewing aspect, the preparation aspect, and uh, really just calories decrease naturally because of the satiety. So that's a big reason and why a lot of these things work that we see that have to do with food quality. The next reason of nutrient-dense foods taking a more prominent role in your diet and making that cause weight loss is just that you feel better overall. This one's pretty anecdotal. I wouldn't say that micronutrients give you direct energy because it's pretty much just calories, but it's pretty hard to argue with how you feel after the two meals, right, that I listed earlier. Are you going to feel more energetic and like working out after a Big Mac or after the sweet potato meal, right? And it's probably the latter, I would assume, because who knows? It's lighter on the belly. That's kind of how I refer to it, which is super not scientific, but it's how I kind of describe it. Things that make you feel good. You can digest them easily. You don't feel bogged down. You feel like you could go perform well, gives you good energy, and uh, you just feel better throughout the whole day. And this is really powerful, and it's actually something that uh, 
has that big trickle down effect I was talking about. Things that improve your training, which adds up over the long term or helps you do more activity or better activity over the long term, really add up. It might not make a big difference that day. You know, well, okay, well, I didn't go for a mile walk today because I had a Big Mac instead of my sweet potato lunch. Not a big deal. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll be right back on track. And while that's true, doing that every day and skipping that mile is going to add up to a lot less activity over time and probably a lot less calories burned, less fat lost. You can see the trickle down start to happen. So eat things that make you feel good, have energy, you digest well, and you'll have a lot more energy to burn. And the last thing that really comes into play here, uh, I don't think this one gets talked about enough. This is one that is seriously underrated. Um, It's a really big example of how things bleed into another in health and fitness. And really, this is the mindset part of it. And I see this all the time because when you focus on one thing that's a healthy activity, a lot of times you start to modify your lifestyle a little bit automatically. Right. I see this all the time in personal training and in coaching from exercise. You cannot mess with someone's diet at all. Just let them eat how they normally eat, add in regular walks or maybe add in cardio or add in a few days of weight training. They just start to get this itch for fitness and just doing a little bit of exercise is going to start to bleed into them caring about other things. They'll sit down at the meal table and not want a bunch of dessert afterwards because they're exercising. They want to feel that, recover from that and optimize that. They'll start to think about sleep because they want to perform well the next day. They'll start to focus on quality foods. They'll start to try not to eat too much overall throughout the course of a week. All these things start to trickle down. So the same is true on this opposite side of nutrition, where you focus on food quality, other things start to fall into place. You'll start moving more. You'll start finding active hobbies. You'll start eating less automatically, probably exercising, optimizing sleep, hormones, relationships, everything's going to trickle down because you're putting so much energy and focus into where you're getting your food. It snowballs. And that's a really cool thing about fitness, to be honest. You don't have to juggle all of these things with equal amounts of effort. You could focus on just eating the right amount of food, and it's going to trickle down to you exercising more, uh, sleeping better, probably focusing on food quality as well. Or you could focus on eating, quote unquote, clean foods, and you're probably going to start eating less. You're probably going to start moving more. You're probably going to start caring about your health, and things are going to start building and snowballing as you go. And pretty soon you're doing all of these habits that look impossible to build from the outside, but really it just started with one little change that built and snowballed through time. So the age old debate of quality and quantity probably will never end. People see results one way. They don't see results the other way. They get married to that, promote it, preach it like the gospel and demonize the other. It doesn't really work that way. Like fitness is often always, it comes down to a balance. And food quantity matters, obviously, for body composition. Science states that, but food quality matters for these other reasons as well. And uh, you can't ignore it. It plays a big role in health and energy, the psychological effects, your mindset, satiety, and things that do matter for fat loss and dieting. Um, You can't ignore them, and you need to realize the real reasons why things are helping you. I think it's important to not just say something's a magic cure-all. 
It's important to know the mechanisms behind things and realize what's what the trickle-down effect is that's going on in your body and behind the scenes. So in short, choose foods that make you feel good. Stay full, make other good choices and habits, and get you closer to your goals, and you should be all right. Hopefully that episode helped you kind of have some light shed on the debate of food quantity and quality. Big fan of food quality, don't get me wrong, but it is often overstated as a cause of weight loss. There are reasons it works, which hopefully you now know. So that's it for today, everybody. Thank you for joining me for another episode. And if you want to view the written version of this, which is in kind of a blog article form, you can view that at stoltzfit.com slash blog. And if you ever have any questions for the podcast or you want to work with me on a one-on-one basis, you can reach out at stoltzfit.com slash contact. I'll link those in the description of the show. Thank you for listening to another one. Peace.